Hey there, and welcome to the Heart of a Mill Spouse podcast, where we focus on re-sparking your inner purpose using empowered action and personal growth tools. I'm Jayla Ray Ardeline, your host and late career Army Mill Spouse. I joined this lifestyle later in life and the learning curve was gigantic. Since the day I said yes to this relationship over five years ago, I've been collecting and curating personal growth tools to support you. So excited you've tuned in. Hey there, you are listening to the Enneagram Mill Spouse Mentor Series. These recordings started as Instagram Lives and have been repurposed here on the podcast for on-the-go listening. Be sure to head to jayleray.com forward slash Enneagram to grab your free resource. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. So we are back this week on our Enneagram series. This is week two of 12. Yes, I'm going to be talking about Enneagram for 12 weeks. And this week, we're going to be talking about why we mistype ourselves. So first, if you've stumbled over here and you don't know who I am, my name is Jayla Ray Ardeline. I go by Jayla Ray, and I am a military spouse mentor. Um, I am an Enneagram aficionado, soon to be expert level, soon to be certified coach level. Um, and I'm really excited to be sharing this wisdom with everybody so that everyone can get on board with the Enneagram and to know how to do it properly. That is one of my goals in teaching you um, within this series. So today, when we talk about why we mistype ourselves, so I think what can happen is some of us mistype ourselves because we don't know where to take the proper tests. And once we have taken the tests and we receive results that don't really match us, we tend to debunk the Enneagram altogether and say, well, it must be a system that doesn't really work or an inaccurate system in some way. When in reality, there are a lot of different reasons why we can mistype ourselves initially on the Enneagram. So I have listed like six reasons here. There's going to be so many more, but if one of these resonates with you, if you have been one of those people who have mistyped themselves initially, let me know where you fall in line, leave a comment on the video. Um, and then if you're here uh, watching it later, don't be afraid to comment at that time too, because I love to come back to this stuff. Okay. So first and foremost, uh, women in particular tend to mistype themselves because they are placed under a societal or patriarchal, patriarchal norm, especially if they are mothers, they tend to mistype themselves as twos. <laughs> I did this myself. Um, I realized later that I was not an Enneagram 2, I was an Enneagram 4, and the reason why I mistyped myself had to do with um, a layer of stress that I was experiencing at the time that I took the test, but I've heard a lot of different people um, mistype themselves as a 2 initially because um, twos are known for being self-sacrificing, bending over backwards, and being concerned about those around them more than they are concerned about themselves. Those are like the common behaviors that you see of a type two. And society wants women and mothers to behave that way on a consistent basis. So a lot of women end up mistyping themselves as a two because as they take the nest, sorry, as they take the test, they're asking themselves, well, what would be the most noble answer? And often the most noble answer goes into a type two category. So that is one reason why some people mistype themselves, especially when it comes to um, am I a two, am I not a two, that kind of thing. 
Another reason that, and I had just mentioned this, but another reason why people mistype themselves on the Enneagram is because they are in a season of stress. So as a military spouse, I know you know what stress means. <laughs> I know, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, my dog needs to go out. Just one second. Go, 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 go. <laughs> now you can see the messy office behind me. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so you're under a period or a transition of um, stress in your life. Um, this could be related to military life and it could just be circumstantial within your own measure of life itself. Um, but what exists in the Enneagram is what's called a stress line. There are a few different coaches that call it a different term, but that's the term that I use because it makes the most sense to me. And what that means is when you're under stress, you start to take on the behaviors of a different type than your primary core type. So as a type four, for example, under periods of stress, um, I start to uh, look a little bit more like a type two. I start to concern myself with the health and wellness of those around me rather than focusing on myself and what would make me feel better or what I need to do to properly take care of myself. I sort of like start bending over backwards for other people and then I know, <laughs> hey, that's kind of an indicator that you're first not taking very good care of yourself, and secondly, you might be under an, a certain amount of stress, and how are you going to take care of that? How are you going to move forward now that you know that is your indicator? So what happens is when people go to take those tests online, which I'll talk about again in a second, when they go to take those tests online, they don't realize that they're under a certain amount of pressure and stress within their life, and so they answer the questions from a point of stress and pressure rather than how they operate normally. So this can lead to a lot of mistyping because it also skews why you would be motivated in a certain way. People start to place more emphasis on the behavior versus the motivating factors behind that behavior in general. So that's another area that can happen. Um, I'm trying to think of another example of a friend of mine. Oh, here's a perfect example. So I know quite a few Enneagram sevens. They are sparkling, amazing, beautiful humans. I love them so, so much. I don't know what it is about uh, me that I like attract these people. I just seem to find them probably because they are so sparkly and we get along in that way. <laughs> um, but the, one of the reasons that, um, one of the ways that sevens can mistype themselves as well is um, under stress, they tend to look a little bit more rigid like a type one would. So they become more structured, more anal, more um, concerned about like what's going on in the environment around them and they're stressed and just all of that rigidity comes out, which is the exact opposite of how they actually are in everyday life. Usually they're a little bit more spontaneous and fun loving and go with the flow type of people and they are very independent people who want to get what they want, but they have this air about them. They have this um, fun loving air about them. So under stress, they tend to look more like a type one. And I've seen that as like a common mistyping before too. Um, so that's, that's one of the ways that people can mistype themselves. Another way is, um, and I kind of already mentioned this, but especially those free tests online, 
those tend to focus more on the behavior versus what is actually motivating you. The questions are designed differently than the paid Enneagram tests or just reading about content within a book or listening to a podcast. And that is a big problem because like I've said before, and I'll continue to say this like throughout the 12 weeks, the Enneagram is about what motivates you. It is not about your behavior. Two people of two completely different centers of intelligence, of two completely different opposite types on the Enneagram can do the exact same action, but they are motivated to do that action for very different reasons. So that's something to keep in mind as you kind of dive more into the Enneagram or take a look at your own type. It's always best to focus more on the motivating and driving force behind the behavior versus the behavior itself. Another, this kind of leads into another reason why people mistype themselves. Um, first of all, stress changes your behavior like we've already talked about and trauma or mental health can also change your behavior and sort of skews the way that you would answer these questions on like a free test, for, for example. Um, things like depression, anxiety, bipolar, like those kinds of disorders, those things skew your behavior and they could be motivating you in a different way than the core and the true essence of how you would motivate yourself to complete something or get what you want. So that's something to keep in mind too. Um, last week, uh, now I can't remember, I think it was Megan, and I know there's a few Megans um, here in my little corner of the internet, um, but Megan reached out to me and she said something to that effect. She said that she heard if someone has experienced a lot of trauma in their life, they may mistype themselves um, because they are, under, they are undergoing a lot of stress and pressure and, um, and feeling unlike themselves, like they normally would. And therefore, when they take the test under those conditions, um, they type themselves as something else. And she said it way more succinctly than I just did, but it's totally true. That is something that can happen. Okay, a fourth reason why we tend to mistype ourselves on the Enneagram has to do with the Instagram accounts that are out there. Um, so if you haven't watched week one content, um, I talked about uh, what Instagram gets wrong about the Enneagram. And it's not to bring anybody down. It's really to give you the tools to discern between, is this an Enneagram coach who I want to learn more from? Or is this someone who is just making pretty graphics and stereotyping and furthering um, furthering this like agenda that the Enneagram is like this frilly surface level system, which is the exact opposite. It's a super deep system. Um, so what can happen is if people are paying attention to the Instagram meme accounts that um, further emphasize like one type's um, strengths and doesn't ever talk about their weaknesses, that can be really, that can be really easy to mistype yourself. If you see a post, for example, that has all of these descriptions about you and whatever type you, you know, currently ascribe to, um, and they match you, well, then you think, well, maybe I'm that type, maybe that's me. But if there's no further analysis or diving a little bit deeper there um, with the content that you're consuming regarding the Enneagram, it can lead to a lot of mistyping. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give one other reason and then there's one like core reason that kind of underlays um, that under that lies underneath all of this 
Um, so I'm gonna save that for the end. But another reason why we tend to mistype ourselves is because there is a thing called subtypes on the Enneagram. So your subtype is um, a mixture of your core, your primary motivations, plus your instincts. So I'm not gonna go, I'm gonna go into subtypes like on another journey, another Instagram live. We're not gonna do it tonight. But the point I wanna make is that it can be really easy to mistype yourself if you are what is called a counter type. A counter type is a subtype that looks a little bit different than the core type usually presents itself as. So there are three subtypes for any, any core Enneagram type. There's self-preservation, one-to-one, and social. And every single type has a counter type. Um, so this is, this is an area to really dive in deep to not only understand yourself a little bit better and to increase self-awareness, but to understand how you could have mistyped yourself from the very beginning, if that is indeed your journey, or if you know people right now who are um, basically debunking the validity of the Enneagram because they've mistyped themselves and it doesn't feel accurate. So that's something to bring up um, if you know a little bit about it. If you do know your subtype and you know your primary type, please comment on this video below because I'd love to know um, what, what level um, those in this audience group have gone to regarding the Enneagram because subtypes is a whole other world and it's super fascinating, um, but it is a lot. It is a lot. So let me know if you know what your subtype is. Um, but essentially it's a deeper layer of the Enneagram. And if you're not aware of that deeper layer, when you type yourself initially, um, it can be a little bit confusing. It can kind of direct you on the wrong path. Um, well, not the wrong path. Sometimes we need to, you know, like maneuver <laughs> in and out of a path to figure out what is right for us. So there are a lot of people out there who take a very long time to type themselves. Um, and those are all reasons why. I believe that was five reasons. So the sixth reason is the primary reason why people will mistype themselves on the Enneagram. And it's a little bit of a truth bomb and I'm gonna say it with the utmost love. <laughs> and it is that we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. So when we take an Enneagram test, for example, we think we really know ourselves, right? We think we have a certain level of self-awareness, but what we can realize over time is that at the time that we take those tests or um, approach these learning tools, uh, they, I'm so sorry, I lost my train of thought because my dogs are right outside, <laughs> right outside the door and they wanna get in and they keep whining. So you can probably hear that. Um, but essentially what happens is you don't possess the amount of self-awareness it takes to look your type in the eye and to feel comfortable or good with that. Um, so I've heard a lot of people say this, a lot of different Enneagram coaches and teachers out there, and it is 100% true. If you are still trying to find your type or perhaps you mistyped yourself and you've, you're kind of going on a journey to figure out what your primary type actually is, um, what can happen is when you read information that you immediately resist or reject or say, well, that's not me, that's not true. There's usually some truth to it, actually, in reality. It's pointing out something that you don't like about yourself. 
It's pointing out an aspect of your personality that you don't sit with on a regular basis. It's pointing out a pattern of behavior and what's motivating that behavior that you have deemed um, inappropriate or bad or anything like that. Um, you've deemed it that way. That's how you perceive it. And therefore you can't, you simply can't possess those qualities. So you reject and you resist um, and you continue, <laughs> continue to um, say that like the Enneagram doesn't have any validity because you have mistyped yourself essentially. So um, that's, that's like the underlying cause for mistyping. All of those things can come back to that one moment. If you are, um, if you are there right now and you think you have mistyped yourself on the Enneagram, hey Carolyn, um, if you think you've mistyped yourself on the Enneagram, I urge you to go back to it with a fresh set of eyes. And I wanna give you a specific directive <laughs> if you enjoy those online tests, for example. Um, but I do urge you to go back to it with a fresh set of eyes and to understand um, and to be open to understanding why you mistyped yourself because that journey of why you mistyped yourself is so crucial to all of your learning and understanding of the Enneagram as a system itself. I actually think it's more exciting when you mistype yourself and experience what that feels like um, rather than reading about the Enneagram and on the first shot, you know exactly what your type is. Um, there's, I don't know, maybe I just think that that's a little bit boring. It's a little bit too like on the nose, um, but it's something to consider. If you are in that place where you have mistyped yourself or you're sort of second guessing your type, um, that's something to think about. So if you have, if you're in that position or you're catching this video and You've just seen you know some instagram content and you're still not really sure what your type is i actually recommend against taking the tests online especially for oh carolyn what did you say you said i mistype myself it's true what they say sometimes the type you are is the one you reject at first sight yes <laughs> so perfect you said it perfectly exactly it brings to light all of the things you want to reject about your personality and that you don't like about yourself so when someone is basically like pushing that button over and over again it doesn't feel good at first it's like oh Am I being attacked? Like you almost feel like you're under attack in a way. You're like, oh, someone read my diary. Someone read the internal script that goes on in my mind, my internal monologue. Like, oh no, like they know me too well. Whatever it is that um, freaks you out about that, um, listen to it, listen to it and honor it because it's probably trying to tell you something really, really important and it can take time to sit with. This doesn't have to be like an overnight switch by any means. Um, okay. So the reason I recommend against taking tests online, this is because, and this isn't true for every Enneagram type, but when we take tests online, we can feel like someone is looking over our shoulder at our answers. And whether that is true or not, that's sort of like what is playing in our minds. Like someone's watching me take this and therefore I either need to impress them, um, answer this question how they think how they think I should answer this question. <laughs> or it's a mixture of all of that, plus 
you don't possess the level of self-awareness that the Enneagram requires upon first shot. And it can deter you and sort of put you on this path of like, well, then I don't believe in any of it type of thing. So that's why I recommend against taking tests. There are paid tests out there that are really insightful. They involve every aspect of the Enneagram in like a, um, a very long PDF report. Um, IEQ9 is one of them. Um, those are very in-depth. And I will still say that I still mistyped myself even taking an in-depth test like that because I was convinced someone told me a two, so then I must be a two. So now I have to answer the questions like how a two would. Basically, I thought that someone was over my shoulder still, <laughs> even going from a paid test to a free test to trying to figure this out. So I still, if that's something that you want to look into, I'm not gonna you know, tell you that you shouldn't, but I recommend against taking tests. I do recommend reading books. I recommend listening to podcasts. I recommend, um, learning from those Instagram accounts out there who are um, presenting the information wholeheartedly and they're not just scratching the surface, they're attempting to go as deep as possible. Um, and if you go back on week one, one of those discerning questions that I gave you was, do they present only the strengths of each type or are they talking about both the strengths and weaknesses? And if they're talking about both the strengths and weaknesses, there's a good chance that that person has done their homework and they're presenting more accurate information on the Enneagram. And they're not only interested in using it as a tool for themselves, but they're giving the tool for you to use too. Um, so there are a few coaches out there that I'll let you, I'll just kind of list now. So there's Sarah Jane Case. She wrote the Honest Enneagram. Um, she did, some of her content in the beginning was a little bit more scratchy, the surface type stuff. Um, but she goes so deep and her book is so brilliant. So that's one person. Um, there's also Vanessa Fernandez. Um, her Instagram handle is the Enneagram Workshop. I'm actually in one of her uh, paid membership groups and she is such a phenomenal coach. And her Instagram content is everything I want it to be and more. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It goes so deep and she's never going to be that type of person to just scratch the surface and call it good. She is a true steward of the Enneagram as a tool and I love learning more and more from her. So she's really incredible. Um, there's also Nine Types uh, Co, which is Steph Barron, I think is her last name. Gosh, now I'm second guessing it. Um, she has a lot of really amazing content on subtypes in particular. So those are three people to look into if you're interested. Um, so, okay, to kind of wrap this up, if this is you, if you did mistype yourself, I would love for you to comment on the video, let me know. You can also DM me if you want this information to remain private. Um, I love chatting about this stuff. And if if you are interested in using the Enneagram as a tool um, to coach you in and out of problems, I do have an offer called the Personality Map where I take all of your Enneagram details. I also incorporate a little bit of human design um, because that is more energy related and I love bringing those two systems together and we tackle a specific problem for you. Um, that link is in my bio, but it's also at jlaray.com forward slash personality map if you're interested. 
I am going to be revamping um, that whole <laughs> that whole structure, that whole personality map call uh, next year. So now is your time to get in when the price is really, really low, um, because by next year, I'm, like I said, I'm going to be revamping everything. So if you're interested, if you have any questions, DM me. I'm always just a DM away. I would love to chat with you. And thanks so much for watching. I'll see y'all later next Sunday. Oh, what are we going to talk about? Oh, you know what? I'm going to, never mind. I'm not going to tell you what we're talking about yet because I'm trying to decide between two different topics and there might be a couple polls within the next week so that you can help me choose. Um, cause I want to talk about the stuff that you want to know. All right, y'all. Bye.